15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, praise the Lord. You know, being at the feet of Jesus certainly has its perks. I mean, can't you see Mary sitting there at the feet of Jesus, waiting to hear his word? And scripture is very clear that she was hearing his word, amen? And it's so important that we hear his word because I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that Jesus has something to say to us. But here's the question. As we sit there, as you sit there, can you hear him? Or is there something stopping you from hearing what he has to say? Hmm. It's something that we need to get straight. Amen. We're going to be talking about it next coming up on the Sunday Sermon Series. Stay with us. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm Michael Jakes, and this is the Sunday Sermon Series. We're here once again with a word for your heart and for your soul. Amen. Well, as we said, can you hear him? Amen. Today, we are going to be continuing in our series uh, entitled uh, the, the Good Part. Amen. That Good Part. And we're talking about the value and benefits of sitting at the feet of Jesus. We've already established uh, previously that being at the feet of Jesus is the best place on earth. Amen. It's where we find peace. It's where we find comfort. Uh, but there can be distractions. Ah, there can be distractions. We can still, as we sit at his feet, find ourselves like Mary's sister, Martha, distracted and distracted and cumbered. Because I guarantee you, as soon as you position yourself at the feet of Jesus, the enemy is going to do his best to step in and bring an end to it. Amen. And so stay with us as we continue uh, in our series uh, today. This is That's the Word Ministries, and we are a ministry dedicated to uh, the proclamation and, pro and, and, and propagation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can find us on our website, which is that's the word.org. 
You can also go to our YouTube channel, which is That's the Word Ministries. Hopefully, while you're there, uh, you can become a subscriber to our channel. We also can be found on our podcast platform, which is Spreaker.com. We do have people who listen in from across the United States uh, and around the world. We thank the Lord uh, for them. Amen. And you can also uh, go over to Spreaker.com and see all of the other podcasts that this ministry, uh, that the Lord has been able to help us to produce over the years. Amen. And so we're going to pray and we're going to get right into this word for uh, at this time. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you once again for giving us this opportunity. Lord, where would we be without you, Lord Jesus? Lord, we stand in need, Lord Jesus, of your touch, of your uh, of your mighty power. Lord, I pray that as this word goes forth, Lord Jesus, that you will be with us, lead us and guide us as always into your truth, Lord Jesus. Lord, we would not be able to stand were it not for your power and your grace, Lord Jesus. So Lord, I pray you will be with us, lead those who need to hear this word today to this place on the World Wide Web. Lord, we love you, we bless you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Being at the feet of Jesus is a very, very uh, serious matter. It's the place, it's the place, as we said, uh, that we find all that we need. Amen. It's being in his presence. It's, it's listening to what he has to say. And most definitely, he has something to tell us. You see, there's, there's something about being in the presence of the Lord. It's not just, it's not just give. It's not just us speaking to him, but he also communicates back to us. Amen. And as we, if we go by what we read here uh, in the book of Luke, and we're going to be going back to the book of Luke in just a moment. If we go by what we read here in the book of Luke, Mary was in the process of hearing his word. She was hearing. And it doesn't seem as if she was having any problems, any distractions. She knew what she wanted. She knew where she was. And she wanted to hear. She knew the value of being at the feet of Jesus. Amen. I want to go back. I want to go back to the book of Luke. And just read one chapter from Luke chapter number 10. And, and I'm going to start reading in verse number 38. Luke chapter 10, starting in verse number 38. It says, Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. I want you to hear this. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. She was hearing his word. But as we are sitting there, and we made this point just a moment ago, as we are sitting there listening, trying to listen and, and at Jesus, things can happen. There are things that can stop us from hearing him. We, we, we talked about uh, previously distractions. And things that the that the enemy will will bring up. We know for a fact that when we come before the Lord many times to pray, we know that there are distractions, distracted things in the background that may happen. Maybe the telephone may ring, or someone's trying to communicate with you, or, or call you, or talk to you, 
or, or di listen, different things can happen as we are about to uh, bring ourselves to the Lord. The enemy will come. The world will come. Amen. But there are other things also that can stop us from hearing him. Amen. And it has nothing, really nothing to do with the devil per se. There are yet other things that can come. Number one, why cannot, why can't we hear him? Well, because of sin. Sin. Now, different types of sin. What I mean by that is there is uh, unacknowledged sin. There is unconfessed sin, which is basically the same thing, uh, because un unacknowledged sin is sin that you don't, uh, that you will not say is sin. Unconfessed sin is sin that you do not agree with God that is sin. So unacknowledged and unconfessed sin are basically the same thing. And then secondly, there's unrepentant sin, where you stand your ground and you say, this is uh, this is who I am, and this is what I did, and 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 there's a sense of justification. How dare anyone? How dare any one of us come before the Lord with that attitude? I had a right. Uh, uh, this is no. But when there's sin in the camp, when there's sin in the camp, and we come before the Lord, and we ask amiss, as it says in the book of James, there is no guarantee that the Lord will hear us. We read. In Psalm 66, uh, in verse uh, number 18, it says, If I regard or treasure, if I treasure sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. That's point blank. If I'm treasuring up sin, if I'm holding sin in my heart without any thought of letting it go, holding it, mm -mm. he's not listening. He's not listening, not at all. We also read, in Isaiah chapter number 59, Isaiah 59 and starting in verse number one, it says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Listen, there's nothing wrong with the Lord. Listen, he is ready. He, he is ready. He is there for us. He wants to, he wants to communicate with us. But listen, verse number two, but your iniquities, your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins. Your sins have hidden his face from you that he will not hear. So it's all me. It's all you. If we are not in the proper spiritual state of mind and state of heart, then he is not under any uh, compulsion to hear us, he does not have to. And scripture says very clearly that he will not hear us when we're holding on to sin. Amen. He will not. Secondly, we're talking about why we cannot hear his word. Because number two, there is pride. Pride. Now, holding on to sin, holding on to sin and not wanting to let it go and being very unrepentant. Uh, that is a form of pride. Uh, we read in Psalm, in, in rather in uh, Luke, Luke chapter number 18, 
very familiar story of the Pharisee and the tax collector, uh, in starting in verse number 11 of Luke uh, chapter 18. Uh, it says, <clears throat> it says, and the, Phar the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. Notice what it says. I've always been intrigued by that statement. It says he prayed with himself. Okay, Luke, the writer, doesn't even doesn't even say that he looked to God and prayed to God. It says he, he prayed with himself, with himself. I thank you that I am not as other men, uh, extortioners and unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And so you see this man's attitude. You see his haughty attitude. And that's one of the things that the Lord hates more than anything. It is, it is, a, it is a prideful, haughty attitude. A proud look, as it says in the book of, of Proverbs. God will not hear. Pride is what sets the Lord off almost more than anything because it was pride that set sin uh, in motion in this universe when pride was found uh, in the heart of Lucifer. And then Lucifer went on a rebellious, which he is still in. He went on a rebellious, uh, uh, he became very rebellious and he was thrown out of heaven and we are still living within the circumstances of uh, Lucifer's, Satan's sin. It has permeated, it has permeated the earth, amen? But it was pride, pride. So when we have pride, God will not hear us. Once again, how dare we come before the Lord touting our own, touting our own uh, list of things that we have done, tooting our own horn, telling him, who we are and what we have done. How dare any one of us uh, do such a thing? It, it is something uh, that is quite, uh, quite uh, unnecessary. It's something that we should never, never do. Lord, you see me. Lord, you know. No. Lord, I am at your feet. Lord, I humble myself. I humble myself before you. That's one of the things that we forget. We need to be humble. We read over and over in scripture of people who came to the feet of Jesus worshiping, who came to the feet of Jesus clinging to him. There's a way that we approach the throne of grace, and it's certainly not filled with pride. He will not hear. Amen. Thirdly, when we're talking about when we're talking about why, why sometimes we cannot hear him, it's because of doubt. Doubt. Look what we read in the book of James. James chapter number one, uh, starting in verse number six. It says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. That means without doubting. It says, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. This is talking about the one in verse number five. Let me go back there. If any one of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That's, that's the petition. Lord, I need wisdom. And that can be for anything. Lord, I come to you and I'm asking Mm, whatever it may be, uh, 
And the Bible says here that if we are doubting, if we are wavering, then God, do not, listen, do not expect a response. Him that comes to God, scripture says, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. We must ask in faith, faith. And that is key when it comes to prayer. Do I believe? Do I truly believe? Amen. And, and we will know. We will know. Amen. Uh, if we have faith or not, will we, are we willing to persevere, number one, and are we willing to wait on the Lord? Amen. It is so very important. Doubt. Doubt. I, I, I told, I told you, uh, I told you at another time how when I bought, when we bought our first house, that I was in no position to believe. I just did not believe. There was so much doubt. But God, in spite of my lack of faith, in spite of, that's how I know it's grace, in spite of my lack of faith, God gave us that house. Amen? It was by grace. It was by grace. And it was the faith of others uh, at the first, at the beginning. It was no faith of my own. Amen? Next, we're talking about why there are times that we cannot hear him when we are at his feet, ready, ready, willing and able, but not hearing him. It's because we have preconceived notions. Preconceived notions. Listen, we go to 1 Kings, and I'm going to reference uh, Elijah. 1 Kings, uh, chapter uh, number 19. And I'm going to start reading uh, in verse number 11. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse number 11. God tells him, God tells Elijah, listen, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. You know that Elijah at this point in time had just come off Mount Carmel. Uh, he was the victor and a great, uh, in, in, a, in a, a victor and, and, and a recipient of seeing the power of God at work. And now he, he goes and he has been threatened. His life has been threatened by Jezebel, and he is on the run. Ask the Lord to actually take his life. And we see here in verse number 11 that God speaks to him. He says, go forth and stand upon the mount of the Lord. And so I'm seeing Elijah standing there at the mount of the Lord, waiting, waiting. It says here, and behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks. Surely God is there before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, surely, ha ha, the Lord is there. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. I remember speaking to someone years ago and he was unsure about uh, uh, many things, as I recall. And he said, listen, he said, listen, I, I just, I just want to hear from God myself. I want to hear from God. And he literally told me, he said, listen, I, I want to hear, I want to hear thunder roll. I, I want to feel something. I want, I want to feel the earth move under me. I want to, I want to hear a loud booming voice. And I said, listen, that may not be the way the Lord 
communicates to you. If you're if you're praying and you're waiting for an earthquake and you're waiting for the wind to blow and you're waiting for something dramatic, you may be waiting for a while. And I wasn't telling him that the Lord wasn't going to do anything like that, but you you, you may be waiting for a while because there, there are many other ways that the Lord may choose to communicate uh, with you. And we see here in verse uh, number 12, after the earthquake, a fire, surely the Lord is power. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. A still small voice. And sometimes the Lord will choose to communicate with us very, very softly. Very softly. It says, and it was so, in verse number 13, when Elijah heard it, he heard it. He was waiting to hear. But God wasn't in. God wasn't in the wind and the earthquake and the fire. It was just a small voice. And we have to be listening. We have to be listening for that small voice. But we must not have preconceived notions and already have it in our minds exactly how God is supposed to move or how God is supposed to speak. I want him to speak this way. I want him to do it the way I want him to do it. And it's not, it's not going to work. God is not under any uh, obligation. God is not any, under any contract to work the way you and I want him to work. That's not how it goes. God is the one who chooses how he will move. Amen. He is the one. God is not a genie in a bottle. We don't tell the Lord to move here and he moves and go there and he goes. And no, we are the recipients of his grace. We are at his feet. Lord, as you will, as you will. So let's not have preconceived notions. Next, as we begin to come to a close here uh, today, we sometimes cannot hear him because we're not listening loud enough. <laughs> we're not listening loud enough. In other words, we, we, we're not expecting. We're simply not expecting to hear him. Uh, now, now notice how, as we uh, reference Elijah just a moment ago, he heard the still small voice because he was primed and he was waiting to hear something. Now, God was not in those other ways that we may expect that God will be in, but he was listening and he was listening loud enough. He had his volume up, so to speak, loud enough on his ears that he was able to hear that still small voice. But when we're not expecting to hear anything, you see, that brings into another, that brings us into another, another reason why sometimes we cannot hear him because of apathy. Because sometimes, sometimes we don't want to hear his voice. We don't want to hear what he has to say. And one of the reasons why we cannot, one of the reasons why that we don't want to hear what he has to say 
is because we don't want to be responsible. We don't want to comply. We don't want the responsibility of following through and doing what he tells us to do. Amen. And that brings me to my final point here uh, today. We sometimes can't hear his voice simply because of our own fault, our own fault. Several things that we do that stops us from hearing his voice. Number one is because we have stopped up our own ears. How dare we come before the Lord and already have it in our mind? I'm not listening. And, 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 and yes, yes, this is an attitude that can happen. It is a very ungrateful attitude, but how can we, how can we call ourselves his children coming before the Lord with an attitude, I'm just going to speak, but I'm not going to receive. We stop up our ears. Listen, when we go to Zechariah, Zechariah chapter seven, if you think this doesn't happen, Zechariah chapter seven, starting in verse number eight, Zechariah seven, starting in verse number eight. And the word of the Lord came to Zechariah saying, thus speaks the Lord of hosts saying, execute true judgment, and show mercy and compassions every man to his brother. He's telling, he's telling uh, Zechariah what the people should be doing. And oppress not the widow, nor the fatherless, what they should not be doing, actually. Uh, uh, oppress not the widow, nor the fatherless, the stranger, nor the poor. And let none of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. So you see the state of the people at this particular time. They were not in, they were not in the right place in their hearts, in their minds in their spirits, in their thinking. Verse number 11, God speaking, but they refused to hearken. They refused to hearken and pulled away the shoulder and stopped their ears that they should not hear. Come on now, that, that this can happen. We can, we can, as it says here, uh, 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 pull away the shoulder. God is there to to reach out to touch and no, and we refuse to hearken. See, this this is the heart of someone who has become hard in their heart. It goes on in verse number twelve to say, "Yea, they made their hearts as an adamant stone, a hard adamant stone, lest they should hear the law, and the words which the Lord of hosts has sent in His Spirit by." the former prophets, wherefore, therefore came a great wrath from the Lord of hosts. The people, God's people, were unwilling to hear because they stopped up their own ears. No, lest they should hear the word of the Lord, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Let us, let none of us ever come before the Lord to sit at his feet and come with that attitude. No, let not that person surely believe that they will not they will receive anything from God. That person does not want to hear anything from God. To stop up your own ears. Uh, secondly, we're talking about uh, why you can't hear the world's wax. A little crude, but the world's wax has drowned out 
his voice. All of the bright lights and the glamour and the glitz and all the things that the world has to offer, it, it's, it's because we have that carnal spirit. The world, the world will bring, will, 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 will offer itself to you. And when we come before the Lord, sometimes we have the world permeating uh, in our hearts and in our spirits. The Bible says stay away from the world. Don't be a lover or a friend of the world. No doubt when we look at the story of Demas, this is where Demas was. Demas was a man who was in good graces with the Lord, no doubt, and, and he was a, a worker. And, and he was working alongside Paul the Apostle and all the others. But Scripture says that came that point in time that Paul says that Demas has forsaken me. He turned around. He left uh, Paul in the dust. He, he just left him standing alone and because he had loved this present world. The world called unto him. The world was reaching out to him, and it's a process. It didn't happen overnight, but he heard the voice of the world, and he went to it. And sometimes when we come before the Lord, rather than hearing his word, where we've heard the voice of the world, and it's within us. And we need to be very careful that the world does not drown out the voice of the Lord. The next voice can be the voices of other people. Other people. We're hearing from everyone else, but we're not hearing his word. We need to block out. Other people's voices can, can take the place of God. Other people's voices can take the place of God. Now, listen, God can use other people to, to speak to us. He can use other people to speak to us as we are out and about uh, living this life. He can use other people. No doubt he does. But when we are in his presence, when we are in his presence, when we are at his feet, when we should be listening and expecting and waiting and anticipating, we need to make sure that the other voices in the world are not taking the place of the Lord. We need to prime ourselves and be ready to hear his word. How do you deal? How, how do you deal with this matter of not hearing his voice? We need to make sure that we come before the Lord with our hearts ready. As we said earlier, anticipation, eagerness patience, perseverance. It should not be like pulling teeth when we come before the Lord. Lord, here I am. There needs to be humility. There needs to be surrender and submission. Here I am, Lord. I'm your servant. I'm at your feet. Lord, do with me what you will. Say to me what you will. I am your servant. Here I am. I hear and I obey. That's how we need to come before him. Anything else, anything else smacks of, of, of pride. We need to submit. Lord, I'm here. I'm yours. I'm all 
yours. I'm all ears, spiritually speaking, and I want to hear from you. Don't let the world, don't let your own flesh, don't let Satan. We haven't spoken much about Satan here because th these, these are on us. These are all on us. My sin, my pride, my doubt, my preconceived notions, uh, uh, my uh, apathy, uh, my stopping up my own ears and listening to the world and listening to other people. That, that, that's all on me. The devil has nothing to do with that. We know the devil will do what he does, but we can also do what we do and stop ourselves from hearing him. Let's put ourselves in the position of hearing his word by being submitting. And Lord, I'm here. Just do in me what you will. Placing our faith in Christ and his finished work we will see what the Lord will do in our hearts. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you once again for giving us this opportunity to open up your word. Lord, we don't want to come before you with pride. We don't want to come before you with apathy. Lord, we want to come before you with our arms outstretched. Open wide, Lord, to receive what you have for us because certainly you have a word for us, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we want to hear that word. So Lord, I pray that you will have your way in our hearts and in our lives, Lord Jesus, as we give you free rule and reign in our hearts. Uh, Lord, we pray that the distractions that Satan will bring, Lord, will come to an end. Lord, we pray that we will also, once again, continue to position ourselves in the place where we're able to hear your word. Just like Mary, Lord Jesus, and so many before her and after her. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have done for us, for all that you are going to do in us and through us. We bless your name and we thank you for all things. In your precious name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, the devil, the devil is busy. And I'm sure you know this. The devil is absolutely busy. And he wants to do all he can to stop us. And when he sees that we are sort of on a roll and there's sin and there's pride and, and there's apathy, when, when he sees that, he, 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 he will sometimes he will step back and let it happen. And then sometimes he will choose to inject his own, uh, his own things in our hearts and lives to, to increase uh, the problem. That's what Satan will do. Whenever he sees an opportunity, if he can get his foot in the door, he will do so. But once again, we must remain in an attitude of surrender and humility if we're going to hear his word. Amen. So we honor the Lord and we bless him and we thank him for all that he is doing. Amen. I want to thank each and every one for being there, for joining us uh, today. Uh, we see you and we thank you once again for your support. Amen. And as always, we want to invite you uh, to be with us as we continue this week. We're here four days out of the week. Today is only day one. Amen. And we will be uh, back here uh, tomorrow uh, with the Line by Line podcast. Uh, we're going through uh, We're going through uh, the book of Matthew right now. And we are going to continue in Matthew uh, chapter number 15. 
And that's on the Line by Line podcast tomorrow night at 7 o'clock p.m. So I hope that you can join us then. Amen. And then on Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday night on uh, the Bible Speaks a Live podcast, uh, we're coming to you with a brand new topic. Now, topic on Tuesday night is the top five, top five fake views to know and avoid. Yes, we're going to be unpacking and revealing the most persuasive but dangerous movements in today's church. Amen. And we're going to have one dishonorable mention. Amen. But I want you to join us Tuesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. The top five fake views to know and avoid. It's going to be a power-packed several minutes uh, in the word of the Lord. Amen. And don't forget to join us on Wednesday night also at 8 o'clock. And that is the Cutting It Right Bible Study. Amen. Coming at you with the first principles of the Christian life. Continuing uh, talking about the eternal state. And we're going to turn our attentions now to heaven. Heaven. Amen. What will heaven be like? Where is heaven? What will we be doing in heaven? We will, we hope to answer Begin to answer all of these questions, uh, and that's beginning on uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m., First Principles of the Christian Life. Amen. So once again, we thank the Lord for giving us uh, this opportunity, and we thank him for what he is doing uh, in the ministry. Having said that, uh, you can still go over to Amazon.com, pick up a copy of our book entitled Churchified or Sanctified. Exploring the dangers of religion and the glory of relationship. Amen. It is available on Amazon.com. Amen. I pray that you pick up your copy as soon as you can. I believe that it'll be a blessing uh, to your heart and to your life. Amen. You can also find us streaming on these pa- uh, podcast platforms and many others. We could not list them all. Uh, but our main podcast platform, as we said, is Spreaker.com. You go there, you'll see the other podcast that the Lord has enabled us to produce uh, over the years. And we just thank him uh, for all that he has done. Amen. He's given us a mandate. He's given us a call uh, to spread the gospel. Amen. And this is what we intend to do until we are not able to do it anymore or until the Lord says, cease and desist. Amen. And we will be here uh, by the Lord's will and by the Lord's uh, grace. Amen. We are here to propagate and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We do preach and teach the message of the cross. You can go to our website at uh, thatstheword.org and you can get more information about this ministry. Amen. Well, I'm Michael Jakes, Pastor Michael Jakes here. And once again, I want to thank you for joining us and being with us. Once again, as always, shout out to those who do listen in on Spreaker.com from across the United States and around the world. We do see you. Uh, in Australia and Canada and India and all points in between. Uh, We thank you for your support. Amen. So until the next time we meet, hopefully we will see you tomorrow night on uh, the Line by Line podcast. But the next time you're here, we'll be here too. Amen. And so until then, we'll see you next time. Have a great day and God bless you.
And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to Tax Act. Tax Act? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using Tax Act. Always happy to brighten your day. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See taxact.com for details.